0: Yeah, let's tell the damn story with Chris Ryan. How I a hybrid writer of all sorts of stuff, and I get to talk to World Conqueror, the only person Kang is afraid of, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the legend himself, the slayer of nightmares, and the weaver of dreams, the creator. <laughs> Of Aaron Day, also known as the legendary blackjack, the writer of scooby doo and Archie and Batman and Mm, 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 Soupy Doops and so many others. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Alex Simmons.
1: Hey (laughs) Hey,
0: Chris, how you doing? How you doing? I'm always great when it's time to talk to you, sir. Yeah,
1: Chris. Chris is is is. You know, we've been doing. We've we've known each other now for what thirty five, going on forty years, something yeah, like that. Yeah, bro. Yeah, something like that. You know, look, I I met him when he had hair. Um, yeah, lots yeah. of it yeah and mine was a whole Curly lot darker yeah yeah i had a lot a lot darker hair and uh oh blue- and i had a magnum pi mustache yeah. <laughs> yeah. people mistook me for jim brown when i met this guy yeah they don't do that anymore right you know um but you know chris chris is actually you know one of these days we have to talk about some of the stuff that you wrote when we were we were, you know, hanging out in those early days, like Billy Wizard and the Evil Eye and yeah. some of the other things, you know, that we I wrote
0: that. I, I wrote that because your your buddy, uh, Barbara, Barbara, Bob, God yes. bless Barbara. She got me mad because she wasn't impressed with my bona fides. <laughs> yes, that's right. And, uh, and in a in a kind of a peak of I'll show her. Yep. Said, well, what do you have a lot of? She said, I just got in a box of hats, different hats from different jobs. I said all right this is on a friday so i'll see you monday and that weekend i wrote billy wizard in the evil eye and everybody who put a hat on became that person that which job. became
1: a wonderful fun and inventive uh children's play yeah, that uh cool. the organization that we were part of at that time bcay bronx creative arts for youth uh we did we produced it a school uh auditorium i think was it was it lehman
0: was it um no i think it was in the west bronx
1: okay so anyway school because i can remember the staging
0: and and the 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 monsters and things they They created i i wrote something that shouldn't have been able to be done for the amount of money that we had to put on that show which
1: i think was what three dollars and 65 cents was it yes and the 65 had to
0: go to uh the the snacks for the kids yeah so uh at a (laughs) certain point the chalkboard comes alive yeah. And it becomes, and the PA speaker for like the classroom becomes the evil eye. Yeah. And they made that happen. It was <laughs> great. It was crazy. And I hadn't seen it on, you know, uh, I'd seen when the kids were just practicing and that kind of stuff, but I hadn't seen that particular special effect. And I was, you know, it's just one of yeah. those rare moments when yeah. what was in your head is now on stage. Oh, it was very exciting. It
1: was. It was. It's a ton of fun. The kids were
0: beautiful. They were were really, uh, it was a rainbow coalition, all sorts of different kids from the neighborhood. Yeah. And they were rocking. It was really great.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It was fun. And, and, and it's an and it's it's an actual it's an, it's not a segue at all, but I'm going to use it as a segue to say
0: it's a, you know us. a tell a damn story. It's Segues. a wonderful story uh, about
1: telling stories, and what we're talking about this time is telling stories and then trying to get them out to the public, marketing right. how to get them before the audiences they were intended for.
0: Well, really, today is about that first step, and that's finding out who that audience is. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your reader? Yep. yep. Alex, when you were first asked that, who is your ideal reader? Who is your audience? Did you have an answer? Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. I had the absolute
1: penultimate answer to that one. Everybody. <laughs> everybody will
0: love this. Yeah, yeah, everybody
1: yeah. will read this. I'm writing this for everybody, guys. Right. Sturman.
0: that's right i got the red carpet tell them to make room on the bestseller list that's right i have begun to type i'm (laughs) writing it this is gonna be it well you know and we all have that dream and that's a beautiful dream to have and then eventually we start saying well who who is you know besides you know your best friend or your wife or someone who will just read it because your mother-in-law, they appreciate you. Right. But you know, who's going to plunk down some money and buy this thing and read it. And when I really had to start looking at that in workshops, no flarking idea for for decades, no (laughs) Flarkin, Yeah. I was just reading, I was just reading a, um, a Guardians, you know, Guardians Marvin, of the Galaxy Marvin. Thanos comic. Yeah. And for some reason, they were, you know, uh, it was um they brought back Thanos from Death or some nonsense to conquer the cancer verse. I I swear to God, this was it. And um for some reason they were saying stuff like Flargan. And it, it was, I was it was like remember a couple of episodes ago, uh we were talking about my my brother's uh, granddaughter, yeah, uh, more or less granddaughter who was calling him brah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This this week I'm really uh, uh, smitten with the flargan. <laughs> uh, okay. But anyway, anyway. <laughs> I had no flargon idea. And, f- you know, I mean, for decades I've struggled with who this is. And there's a lot of traps, you know, because you want to think, you know, and it's embarrassing to admit, but I did it as well as so many other people. Oh well, you know, if I'm really honest with myself, I write a lot like Stephen King, Captain yeah, Writer. Yeah, okay, buddy. Yeah, that's what it it's. You mean if you're that's, really delusional your, about yourself? Yeah. That's your, that's your reader. Yeah, 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 all of Stephen's readers. That's your reader. Sure, you know. And once you get past that silly part of your uh, of your psyche, you know that um, only then can you start thinking about. It. And what we're trying to do today is to get you past that phase where. As Alex said, well, everybody, yeah. the entire world. Absolutely. And then no, I was a little better. All of Stephen King's, which is four-fifths of the world. <laughs> <laughs> so so, so one, of
1: the, one of the things you have to remind yourself of, and again, we've, we've talked about this on numerous occasions, there is the creative experience is writing for the love of writing, for the passion of writing, to tell your own story to yourself, this greatness and warmth and wonderfulness in this. And then there's writing as a business, yeah. And as a business, you need to know who are my customers and where are they. Yep. That's where we're going with this. Yeah, so. And
0: we have we have boiled it down. I, I I did a lot of research, and it was the ten steps, the six steps, the and really there's there's four areas. There's four areas we're going to talk about that will help you find your reader so it's going to be uh choice research your own author power and community those are the four things we're going to talk about today with the help of uh of course the legendary alex's insight and uh whatever i can bring to the table which is usually apple pie all right so without coffee yes that's right (laughs) so um the first thing that all the different uh, and I went for as far as like you know writers uh, uh, publications and Ingram Spark and blogs. And there was so many different. Once you do the search, you can find so many different sources. But they all seem to agree that the first thing you have to do is uh, figure out the genre you're writing in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's a there's a bear trap in that, right? Because many of us really right, cross-genre, right? Like my Mallory and Gunner books are predominantly police procedurals. But I got this from my old man. He was a cop in Port Apache in the South Bronx for most of his career. And he could always say, you know, police just, they fall into a pattern you know, especially in, if he was in kind of a squad, he was in the youth division, wasn't a detective squad, but they would specialize and they would get calls about the youths in trouble. He's one guy that he knows always picked up the phone and it was a runaway. It was, there was no explaining why that always happened, you know, and uh, someone else gang fighting and that kind of stuff. And he got a lot of lost kids. He got a lot of this or that. Um, you just go with it. You learn to go with it. Right. So. When you're looking at your genre, even if you say, well, it's really, it's a horror, romance, action, thriller, mystery. It might have all those elements in. But what is it mostly? Mm. Right? Like, my wife and I will both make, I'm I'm full of metaphors today. Uh, My wife and I will both make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Right? When she makes it, it's mostly sandwich. Because the bread is a little thicker than the peanut butter and the jelly. Mm-hmm.
1: That's
0: how she likes it. She's subtle. When I make it, the peanut butter is in all caps and it's underlined three times. And it's oozing out the side. And the jelly is more of a mystery. It's a hint. It's an allegation. It might not you might not be able to prove it a court of law that the jelly is actually there. <laughs> <laughs> See, so you just have to be honest with yourself it's what P is and it j most? with a hint of j <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 that's what it is it's a dash uh, of j just a dash it's a little dash a little it's pinch, a, pinch a little a, a pinch yeah. um so what is your story really it may be mostly romance there's such a thing as horror mo- romance there's such a thing as mystery romance does that make it aurora uh, mm, i mean maybe um you know and this brings us to well do you agree with that you have to know what what genre you're writing the the peanut butter and jelly oh um it it helps
1: in in a number of ways to know what the heck it is you've written and 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 really where you think it's going it may be that your viewpoint is skewed by your prejudices. And I don't mean, you know, racial, I'm talking about, you may favor a particular thing. You may think that you've written such and such, and you can only see that. But the reality is, yeah, there are audiences for certain things. And sometimes that audience crosses over into another arena, but definitely there are audiences that love their, you know, fill in the blank. And if you want to get that audience, then you've got to make sure that you, have written material that is within the realm of the type of stuff they like to read or watch. And
0: that requires a certain amount of focus. Right. Yeah. And there's places you can go for help. I'm going to recommend a book. Ah, right. It's called the anatomy of genres, how story forms explain the way the world works. And it's by John Truby. Okay, he also wrote The Anatomy of Story. He This is his, his thing. He breaks it all down. And these are the genres he talks about in this book. Love, horror, action, myth, memoir, coming of age, science fiction, crime, comedy, western, gangster, fantasy, thriller, detective. Your Your story is probably going to hit one of these. So The Anatomy of Genres by John Truby, it's uh you know it's it's sometimes this can go and, and be kind of real stiff going but truby has a nice light style mm-hmm. um uh well worth uh at least looking at uh, from the library if not uh picking up a copy but that if you like how do i know the genre now there's your answer you, you can you can research that's one way of going about it. it absolutely um that brings us to step two and that's research And this is where we fall into the Stephen King bear trap. Okay. Because what everybody tells you is that, you know, go to a bookstore and find books like your book. Right. But one of the problems, if you go to a, 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 like a Barnes and Noble, which is kind of the only chain bookstore, big, big, you know, or books a million, there's one or two other chains like that. um, They're going to be dominated by the best sellers Mm -hmm. you know uh you think you might have a legal thriller well the legal thriller section is mostly john grissom you know or something like that um if you're in the horror and there's 22 shelves it's very likely that 10 of those shelves are stephen king you know um and one of the things uh that you have to be um kind of cognizant of is are are you are you swinging for one of the big publishing companies do you feel your book has that feel does it has does it have the kind of feel does it hit the kind of uh genre tropes that um you know the the major companies are still publishing hmm. have to do some research on that you know i want to be uh um yeah, I want to be published by Doubleday. Well, go find out what they're publishing. Are they publishing the kind of stuff you wrote, or are you really a better fit for a smaller company? Yeah, or certainly a you different know? company. Yeah. What, I mean, what is it?
1: What, what is it that Carol, <clears throat> one of our 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 guests, uh, Carol Geisander? Yeah. What does she write? <clears throat> she writes a lot of stuff, but she writes horror. But what's the particular um, one that that we found? So what was it cyber? Oh,
0: cyberpunk! She writes. Yeah, cyberpunk, cyberpunk. Yeah. horror. Yeah. yeah, and one of the things is that, again, you go to a Barnes and Noble or a big bookstore like that, you're not going to see shelves and shelves of cyberpunk. You go to a cyberpunk con, you're going to find tables and tables and tables and more full of that. You go to an independent bookstore that specializes in that, you're going to find more. So that's why you have to kind of know what your genre is, know what you, you know, and read a lot, Hmm. read a lot. Oh, I love cyberpunk. Read a lot of cyberpunk. Turn around to the back. What's the name of the publisher? Go to their website. What other stuff do they have? Where can I get it? You know, you might find that your natural place is more of an independent place. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, all right, I'm really more towards these kind of uh, book publishers, maybe a smaller boutique publisher. Search and find. Sometimes you find your niche in a, in a convention, you know, whether it's a thriller con or a mystery con or a horror con. How can we find those? The Google machine, right? Mm-hmm. Horror con near me. Or uh, mystery con- convention near me, and then go and start looking and talking. To them. They love talking to. Them. Pick up a few things. Alex Simmons has been to a, uh, about a thousand conventions in his lifetime. I'm going to
1: one this weekend.
0: Ta da! There you go. Going down to, I believe Philly,
1: right? Yep, Philadelphia. I'm going to be at Xbox, yeah. so- the East Coast oh. Black Age of Comic Convention. Yeah, comic okay. convention.
0: There are there are conventions for every kind of genre Uh, if you're a romance writer oh yeah well they have their own association horror writers association mystery writers association sci-fi you can find your people find your tribe and talk to them and look at what do you write what do you and you start seeing the similarities it takes work so let's let's just
1: review quickly so we're halfway through our list Yes, But but let's review the first ones again. Okay, first one one. is
0: genre. You have to pick a genre. To pick a genre, you have to know the genres. We gave you a source, The Anatomy of Genres by John Truby. Pretty good, but you can Google genre. You can learn almost anything for free. So do some research on the genres, figure out what your genre is, and then that helps you get to number two. Go to a bookstore, go to a convention, go to where the books are, and find similar books to you. And avoid the trap of immediately going to the biggest bestseller and saying, "Oh, that author is just like me." Well, they're they're not because they have 102 books, and this is your first book, right? I mean, yeah. right? So same thing with me. I I can't compare myself to those guys because it's it, it's not my market. My so, markets so a smaller market.
1: one of the things that one of the things though with the with the second one but n- give me number three first because i want to go
0: back to number oh. two okay number three is uh when we we're gonna um we're gonna create our our reader you know, okay so, our so let's do not do that until we do so this before yeah.
1: we go so number two the other benefit of number two aside from finding publishers and the material, uh, looking at other material that might be like yours or would help you find your tribe, per se. It does also help you um, start making connections with Mm. with community, you know. Which again... Yeah, which is is about building up connections and community and fan base of people who are getting to know you and getting to know your material as well. Because again, what we need to do in order to market to these people is to know where they are.
0: Yeah. Where and, can you find them? Yeah. And that's where conventions are really helpful. Or, you know, you go to an independent bookstore that has the kind of stuff, you know, or you go to one of the association that specializes in your genre. Or Facebook has special pages for all of those. Yeah. Yep. You can find them. It's and really, it has a lot of groups. A lot of uh, groups a lot of groups in there. You can, you can see what you're going to do. Uh okay. that is actually we just did our fourth step, which was find your community. And we just told you the steps to do, you know, conventions again, but conventions, yeah. bookstores, uh, Facebook, Facebook, and other group. social media. Yeah. Go to Facebook groups. Uh, go to the associations. If you're a horror writer, horror writer association very welcoming. There's mystery writers association. There, are romance writers association, sci-fi, <laughs> all of, them. okay. All right. And there's there's even uh, um, specialty. You know, woman horror writers or woman mystery writers um uh you're going to what's the name of your con Eckbach, which east stands for coast black age of comic convention okay see how that's broken down yep it's not even national it's east coast black comic right so you can find your people and and that will help you build community and community leads to figuring out um uh what authors what published work is like yours what genre is really you boom boom and then that leaves us one other thing to do. And that is to figure out what your reader is actually like.
1: Your archetype.
0: After doing a lot of researching type. and some of the exercises that we've been doing for other stuff, I realized that we can really tap into something that we've spoken here, spoken about here on Tell a damn Story, uh, and just adjust it. I have a thing that has yet to come out, um, but it's... <laughs> Somewhere between 130 and 148 character bio questions, right? And the idea is that you go with for your for any character that you want to fill out and you have a problem visualizing, there's the physical, you know, age, height, weight, hair, all that stuff, but also bank account, what elementary school, what were the report cards like. A lot company. of friends, small, no friends, hobbies, you know, <laughs> all that stuff. And the more you know, the more you can walk around doing other stuff, mowing a lawn, cleaning the house, you know, shopping and still think about that. The more you're, you're you will be informed in with your character. Boom. All right. So we're going to take that concept and we're going to apply it to creating your reader. OK. Mm-hmm. What do you think your readers like? Is your yeah. re- reader. You know, 18, 12, 24, 50s. You know, what do you think? You can adjust this as you go along. Um, Is there a particular ethnicity? Is it, do you think you're going to attract more readers from a local region or do you think it'll be across the board? You know, will people in Arkansas? like your story as much as people in Maine do. Are mm-hmm. you more of an urban writer? Are you more of a Western writer? What do you think the
1: economics? life choice. You know, male life female, choice. life choice,
0: right? Economics, yeah. they have a lot of right. money in the bank. Do they have, you know, is this going to mm-hmm. be a big purchase? Are they going to be buying, borrowing your book from the library? Who are these people, right? And narrow it down to an idea in your head kind of person in your head sometimes when you go to conventions stand off to the side especially if you love the convention (laughs) and look who else is there you know and then you start saying wow the people who love this kind of stuff look exactly like me or they're a lot younger than me or mm. they look much more like bikers than i do or stay-at-home moms or they're much more business like than i do so you have that opportunity you can go on you go on those pages that we talked about see what else is there quietly take a look at that picture you know their head <laughs> what do they look like you know and it helps start formulating in your mind your constant reader to to borrow Stephen King's phrase and that helps you figure out who your audience is those four things
1: now you know um, that you're going to because we have done it also you know that you're going to some parts of you are going to argue that your your material is for everybody or you don't want to niche down you don't want to narrow it down you don't want to assume that it's only for this people you don't want to only talk or sell to that group. The reality is that everyone isn't going to love what you do. And Mm -hmm. that's not necessary. That's not realistic and it's not necessary. It's a wonderful thought. So it's a very inviting thought, but that's not what happens. And if we look at certain things, we look at not everyone loves rock music or soul music. Not everyone likes rap or or or, or orchestral music. There are groups of people who like what they like. And the same thing with foods, clothing tv shows you know sports you name it so all you're doing you're not you're not saying poo poo to anybody else you're simply saying okay what group of people will enjoy what i'm creating or the natural organic group of folks who will enjoy this material because that's who i can aim my promotions to wow. and try and be become more uh in their 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 sight. and at the same time what is going to happen organically is you'll pick up some French people. Yeah.
0: That, and that's that just
1: happens. you know.
0: And, you know, one of the things we find out is the more specific we are in in an action, in a, a belief in a story, in the character's beliefs and morals and this and that, the more universal it becomes. Mm. You know, the character may be eating cornflakes. You may hate cornflakes, but you do love some other cereal. And you connect with that character because you've had that moment yeah you had a lot of problems or something was bothering you and you sat down you know with a soul healing bowl of cheerios or whatever yeah <laughs> right
1: so with bananas know, with bananas yeah. right
0: so the more the uh, the more you start thinking about this reader the same way you think about your characters you know
1: the more, likely you're right. be, yeah, the more likely you're gonna likely you're gonna be able to zero in on them. And it's gonna help you really help you with your marketing, with your getting your material seen by the people who will support it. And that's really what you want. It's not about ostracizing or shutting the no. doors on anybody's fingers. No. It's about opening the doors to the audience that's gonna be most appreciative yeah. of your work.
0: Helps your writing too, because if you have that person there, you know. Yeah. Uh Grady Hendricks, who writes. Really f- wonderfully well selling books who rip pi- pictures out of newspapers, magazines, and put them on, the, on his wall while he's writing a project. Because that's who there's he's, no, his, he's writing to. There's, there's no proof that that person is waiting for this book, but it's just <laughs> an image to help him, you know?
1: Yeah. You know,
0: yeah. And uh, there you go. So, any any other any other tips, Chris, before oh, we say I, I, mean, I think we have enough to chew on and it's just a way to get you moving forward with it get you past any of this stuff that might stop you or slow you down from telling your own damn story and that's where we live
1: you know that's a that's a great closer i i just realized there's one more thing i just wanted to say but wait yeah but wait there's There's more (laughs) yeah right um don't feel that you've got to get this all together pardon me don't feel that you've got to get this all together in in like a day or a week or a month. This, We've no. been getting it together for decades. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is something that you begin to build your list on. You begin to make notes on, you begin to do a little bit of research on and you you practice and 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 dabble and things like that, always looking for and trying to build on it. So don't feel like, oh, I got I gotta get this together immediately. No, it's a process and it'll take time but it gives you something to work towards to help you, as Chris said, to tell your own damn story.
0: That's well said. Remember that time you had a video of a kid who came up to... You were at a con up upstate in New York, I think, and I couldn't make it. I wasn't there. And he wanted to meet Chris Ryan, and he went off on some story. Oh,
1: yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. It wasn't a kid. It was a dude. It was, it was a, a dude. It was a dude.
0: Yeah, uh, That general face and person is often the person i see when i'm saying who's going to read this oh that guy so yep. there you go there you so. go okay folks
1: it's been real thank you so much hope you enjoyed the episode hope you find it useful let us know in the comments please okay. you know if we weren't and- clear ask us a question yeah or send us some suggestions or anything like that in the comments that's absolutely that's what right. we're here for Okay, yeah, you might have
0: you might have another idea for us. So.
1: Yes, that's true,
0: Chris. Sir, here. Always a pleasure, sir. It's been my honor. Peace. Peace.